Hey, what's going on, everybody? Um, I'm back with a new episode, and <laughs> don't know what the hell, what the heck I'm going to talk about, trying not to curse, let me tell you, that is probably the biggest adventure of my life at the moment, not cursing, it's not easy to stop, especially I've been doing it for so long, freely, now I have a child on the way. Trying not to curse has been a pain. But, I guess I'm starting up a new schedule for this. So I guess I'll be recording on the weekends now. Saturday or Sunday night, I don't know. To Sunday night for this one. So, but it's good to be back. And um, I'm actually really excited. Because today we're going to be talking about some of my... Well, we've already talked about some of my favorite legends. But we're going to kind of get into more detailed oriented towards some of them so i was talking about mothman before and you know i may not have gotten a lot of it right but i'm just gonna read straight from wikipedia exactly what happened like the general summary i suppose more of mothman in west virginia folklore the mothman is a creature reportedly seen in the Point Pleasant area around November of 1966 to December of 1967. The first newspaper reports was published in the Point Pleasant, Re Point Pleasant Register, dated November 16, 1966, titled, Couple Sees Man-Sized Bird Creature Something. <laughs> yeah, not trying to get super creative with it. My bad, let me kick that. The natural press soon picked up the report and helped spread the story across the United States. Now, I love stuff like this, you know, the newspapers and whatnot, getting a hold of it and just taking off with it. You know, that happens with any big news story that breaks. But the thing is, is like before, for some reason, like before any like real big investigation gets done, they are automatically just taking off with it. And I, I get it you know, trying to get the report out there. You want to be the first. You want to be the one on scene, the one that knows everything. There, You're the go-to source. I get that. But sometimes that kind of spreads hysteria. Think about it. It's crazy. Uh, you know, and uh, the Moth... The Mothman was introduced to the to a wider audience by Great Baker in 1970 and was popularized by John Keel in his book his 1975 book, The Mothman Prophecies. So, and that's to do with the Mothman being a harbinger of doom or, you know, some bad omen that flies through the sky because the bridge over at Point Pleasant fell. I think it was like three days after the Mothman was supposedly sighted there, but that wasn't reported till after the bridge fell. So, yeah, it's kind of weird. Makes you really think about that one. But hey. So Mothman's definitely one of my favorite cryptids. I think he's a lot of people's favorite now. They've got little plushies and whatnot. Super cute. But uh, Bigfoot's the biggest. And for those who don't know, ooh, what's Bigfoot? You know what Bigfoot is. You've heard of Bigfoot. You've early heard somewhat of what Bigfoot is. Everybody has. And they say they haven't. That's because they're purposely being ignorant. Bigfoot is literally the cryptid, the freaking the go-to cryptid for people. 
you know, ranging anywhere from seven to I think twelve feet tall. I think is what somebody reported at one point. It's like twelve feet. It's ridiculously tall, hairy, apish-like creature. Shows some kind of intelligence with the wood knocking communications and whatnot. So yeah, and. And some some people theorize that they can use infrasound, the sound that humans can't hear, but they can use it to like hurt us from a distance. It's really weird. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know about that one. That one's kind of crazy. But, you know, it's just it's just theories on what on what it could be, you know, because like, oh, this is super weird. This is super crazy. And well, anyway, getting back to Mothman. Every every modicum of modicum, every cryptid enthusiast knows about Mothman and Bigfoot and all these other th all these other weird creatures of uh, lore and whatnot. The Greys is more they're more supernatural, but. You know, I, I wanted to bring that, bring some a little bit more to a little bit more knowledge to this one than the ramblings I had in the second or second episode. I don't know. Still gonna be some ramblings though. You know, because why wouldn't I ramble? It's my podcast. Heck, <laughs> I've got a total of I don't know three people listening to it. Because I don't tell people about it. I just do this for for me, basically. Yeah, if I bring some people entertainment, that's even that's all the better. You know, I don't pay attention to the news like I probably should. Found out today that apparently, um, apparently there's supposed to be a tax credit here in the U.S. for uh, children ages uh, zero to seventeen. So, like from zero to four, you get three hundred dollars a month, and then. Four to seventeen, you get two fifty. I don't know why there's a fifty dollar change. Well, I know why there's a fifty dollar change. That formula is expensive. Let us be silent a moment for those who have to buy formula. Anyway, back to the story. So we're apparently going to get the tax credit since my son's not here yet. Obviously, we don't get it as of yet. But there's supposed to be a portal or something made so that way you can claim your tax credit after the baby's born. As long as the baby's born before, um. December 31st, 2021, so before the end of this year. So, if you didn't know about that and you live in the U.S., that's supposed to be coming out. The portal, I think, is supposed to be released sometime in June. I don't know that they have a date yet. But, hey, more you know. Everybody can use an extra 300 bucks a month, right? At the very least, to get food. Because, let's face it, U.S. is not doing great. Not at all. <laughs> And these huge, huge, multi-billion-dollar companies—they're just like nobody wants to work anymore. Nobody wants to deal with your shit anymore. You are like a bad relationship that we're finally get, having the freaking tinted, the red tinted glasses ripped off our fucking faces, and we can see all the red flags for the first time in our lives. You know, because without the, without having to worry about food or worry about getting kicked off our freaking rent our houses you know threat of eviction all that once that all that's taken away you have no power and they don't like it and they're trying to I, 
10 to 1 says that they're trying to force the government to just put all that back in place so they can have their workforce again because they do not like they do not like not having their freaking slaves well slaves probably be a bad term for it i'm sorry um they're forced uh, i don't know where i was going with this i lost myself this i mean most people are in those jobs those really crappy jobs because they they don't want to be homeless they want they want to buy their car they want to get food and half the time they can't even afford food if they you know there's only one person working a lot of times that entire paycheck goes toward rent and a car payment and insurance and then you're left with nothing you're having to scrounge change together to get food to last you a couple days then you have to go hungry until the next paycheck i've been there it's not fun you know it's it's sad and then like there's these people there's people that are like why do we need 15 dollars an hour the you know, the mom and pop shops aren't gonna la- they're gonna last because we're literally gonna have extra money to spend at the mom and pop shops that's the thing that's that's why i feel like people don't understand is that what the u.s the citizens of the u.s getting money you know getting higher wages and you know a livable wage is good for the economy. It's bad to have a low minimum wage and everybody's struggling because they can't buy anything. So the economy just takes a hit because there's people don't have money to buy stuff. You know, millennials are moving back home with their parents because they can't afford rent because rent's shooting through the freaking roof. And everybody's just like, why can't, why don't this, these new generations go out and buy their own houses? Because the freaking housing market's shit. You're fucking everything is shit. The land you got landlords. I know over in, in the towns around me, landlords are buying up houses left and right and then shooting up the rent prices to a thousand dollars wherever the average person doesn't make more than twelve hundred dollars a month. You know, you get two hundred dollars to spend on your other bills and utilities are at least three hundred. The fuck are you supposed to do? But yet we're it's our fault. Everything's our fault. It's not the fact that multi-billion dollar companies refuse to pay us any more than the, you know, eight, $9 an hour. You know, that's our fault. Uh, I'm like, this is not what I wanted my podcast to be about. I wanted it to be more about stuff that I enjoy. Um, Oh, uh, I've started, I've been watching Jujutsu Kaisen, that new one. That's kind of like Naruto, but like, not really. It's like the base Naruto and they just kind of throw a bunch of magic and shit on top of it. Curses and whatnot. I think that's really cool. I really like it. Main character is kind of uh, interesting. And then, of course, you got the demon daddy, as everybody calls him. Uh, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name because I don't remember. It's been a couple of days since I've actually sat down to watch it. Also started a new job. That's been rough on me. We got to get up at 5.30 every morning. So that's been fun. But... You know, it's not what I really like to talk about. Just so you know, it has been really rough to get up at 5.30 every morning. <sighs> but I do what I got to do, and it's probably one of the better paying jobs I've had for a while. But that's neither here nor there. It's just, I really want to talk about the about how shitty the companies treat people. And like, they'll... They'll give you the that minimum like 
three, you know, you're three, four dollars above minimum wage. You're thinking that's great. And then you realize everything else costs like 10 times that, you know, you say you're bringing home six, $700 every two weeks. Doesn't matter because your rent's eight, $900. And then everything else, and then your utility bills, three, $400 and then car payments, an extra two fifty. You know, insurance payments, another hundred bucks. You can't afford it off of what you got. And that's just with one person. You know, you always have to have two people working in a household. That's why people live with roommates and significant others and they both work. So they never get to spend time together. It's just, America's messed up. It's sad. I'm bringing a child into this, into this hellscape almost. You know, where people are arguing with each other about Oh no, the minimum wage wasn't meant to be a uh, wasn't meant to be a living wage. It was just meant to be a starting wage, a base for what everything's supposed to be based around. And then it's like, okay, sure, but then so you're telling me that people don't who work in fast food don't deserve to live comfortably, you know, not have to worry about where their next meal is coming from, worry about never going to the doctor because they can't afford it because their medical insurance actually doesn't cover very fucking much, you know. Like the minimum wage is supposed to be a living wage. You know, these are the same people whose dad's mom, whose dads were the only one working in the house. And they, he managed to bring home enough money from working 30 hours a week to not only take care of a family of five, but have two separate cars, one for him, one for the wife insurance. on they didn't even need insurance at the time. You know, I'm pretty sure that was more like in the eighties that they put pass the law for the insurance. I don't, I don't know, but my, <laughs> I just need to get this off my fucking chest. I need to get this off my chest. It's ridiculous for a generation so far behind us to be telling us how we should be living our lives. The con the people in Congress and all the, the lawmakers, they're so out of touch with everything. They, half of them don't even know how to work a freaking flip phone and it agitates me to no end. And, you know, and, and they're so against trying to make a big change half the time. You know, there's a constant fighting between the Democrats and the Republicans. And it's stupid. It's ridiculous. Neither, neither party has America's best interest at heart. You know, they, they're both just, they're, they're both controlled by the same people that we all know is just out there, you know, whether that's the heads, the CEOs of big companies just reaching over saying, Hey, here's a couple hundred thousand dollars. Take you a vacation. Oh, by the way, you know, that law that's about to screw me over. Don't let that pass. All right. See you next week, buddy. You know, it's money talks. And, and making money's a bitch because, like, there's always something standing in your way, you know, because the economy's shit. So with the with uh, people not making very much money, they don't want to spend their money on extra luxuries like somebody to mow their lawn. Mow their lawn. I got stuck between lawn and yard. They don't have somebody. They don't want somebody to come mow their yard because well, they can't afford to have somebody come mow their yard. It's too expensive. You know, they got to spend that money on food or gas to get back and forth to work but you know you can't make money because people don't have money starting your own business sounds great if people have extra money where people don't have extra money like kind of how we're looking now you can't start your own business like i would love to start my own business but i, I just keep 
knocking myself down and saying, no, no, you'll never make it. You'll never do it. Yeah, I do this podcast for fun, maybe make a couple bucks, you know, nothing more than that. Maybe make people feel good for a minute or two, but other than that, I don't really do a whole lot. I don't even talk about, I don't even have a plan. I just kind of get on here and ramble for, I don't know, I think 17, 18 minutes generally. But, you know, that's kind of my take on the whole situation in America. It's stupid. People are stupid because they think that their opinions fucking matter. The only people whose opinions fucking matter are all paid off and just rolling around in money wondering why the fuck all the rest of America is shitty as they, as they throw fucking half a million fucking dollars out the window of their Mercedes as they drive down the, down the interstate into a fi- fucking fiery inferno. Oh, why can't, I don't understand. I'm doing great. You know, why is, why doesn't everybody do as well as I do? <laughs> fucking dicks. I'm, sh- I'm not saying all of them are bad. I'm not saying all of them are. It's just some of them seem so out of touch with what with the way everything works around uh, in America. And it's sad. And this is just my ramblings of a of a anxious father to be. So but yeah, I'll probably get a step away from the political stuff. I, I really should. I really, really should. Oh it's so easy to get sucked into it. You tell yourself, you don't want to get political. Getting political is just so easy. It's a pain to try and stay not political. Hey, who am I? I'm just some random dude here recording a podcast from a $40 microphone on his laptop in a bathroom. So, hey, I don't really know anything. But... At some point, I might know something, and when I do, I hope you guys are here to you guys are here to listen to me. So, till next time, I love you guys.